1: What's going on, double H you good, man. Yo, 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 man. You roll that draw. I think I was I was I was saying to you um offer about that draw. The right side of that draw is hell on F. I mean the right well, side is what she called hell on F. And the left side, man, there's a path to the final. There's a path to the final on the and, left. Side. Every team on the left
0: side on the left side of the draw, I feel like there's an argument to be made that you can see them possibly making it to the final for every team, except maybe yeah, ex- not every ex- team. Ex- except maybe Northern Ireland. I can't Yo, I think Switzerland can give Poland some problems, man. Um, no, 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 <laughs> like, look, look,
1: they, they can give them some issues, but if you want to just talk about this like analytically, um, Switzerland, they, look, they've, they've got a dude called Embolo, who is a genuine brook. That guy is a bona fide prime... You know, premier class break. So, and that's one of their like exciting players. You don't if, rate you, you. don't rate Mbolo. No, hell no. Why not? I mean,
0: I, I he's young. I mean, I, you you can obviously see that he his touch needs a
1: bit of work. You know, and <laughs> his touch <laughs> is wretched, as in. <laughs> no, no, no! To be honest, like I think in the first game he was like sort of alright, man. In the game against France, the guy was. I told you, I that. Hundred percent brick, Like the touch, control, he's, he's nineteen bro. IQ, wretched, disorganized, just oh, awful, awful. I I, I think United are kind of looking at him. So I think you know he's man. Nah, look, I wouldn't spend one cob on that guy, man. I'm sorry, man. No, it's my family, but I'm not spending one cob on that on that dude. So
0: okay, but okay, that's that's just one player, though. Man, they have Shaqiri. He's playing well.
1: They have Zaka, who's playing well. I think Arsenal have a steal there. How, how well has Shakiri? Look, I'm, I was a I was a big fan of Shakiri when he was at Bayern. He hasn't played because the guy, I think, is a pretty nice player. He hasn't played well with his Euros. And for Poland, I've only been disappointed with Poland in a game against Ukraine, where I thought that didn't really play as well. But these guys against Germany and against um, Northern Ireland, these guys have killers like Milik. Krychowiak in the middle. Obviously, we'll say, okay, Levendowski, Levendowski. that dude, the number 10 for Sevilla, Krychowiak in the middle. He's a beast. Dude. He's a beast. Very good player. He, he looks Great. like he eats nails for breakfast. No, no, no. no. And also, the thing about him is that, yeah, he's a beast, but he's also got finesse. And yeah, skin. yeah, he's, he's skillful as well. So it, he, it's a very good mix. Like, deep, honestly speaking, like, if Poland lose that game, that would be for me, a shot. For me, that, they, they should feel pissed off because I think that look at the players they have, the tactics they play, how they counter-attack, and how they can really go at Switzerland and really attack them. And the fact that Swiss are not a very attacking team and they have no cutting edge, and Poland have so much cutting edge in their team, they should really slice them up. They should. You, they could lose, but they should slice them up. Do you think that Lewandowski has underwhelmed at this tournament so far? Um, I think... For me, I think it's a case of Lewandowski should trust his team more. I don't think he's had one good game. No, 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 no. Do you know what I say? I think for Lewandowski, he's trying to do too much. He's mm. trying to come out, pass, link play. I think he's going to trust that you've got some pretty good players in you. Focus on getting into the box and just being a killer striker. He's had, like, opportunities where he can really shoot but He's always, like, maybe trying to defer, trying to go back. I say, like, look, man, Milik is good. Piszczek is good. Kuba is good. These are some good players. Trust in them to do their bits, get in the box, and just be a striker, shoot on sight, and just offer yourself to be like, look, man, give me that ball. Let me execute. Do you,
0: do you think he has that kind of killer instinct in him? Uh, he's He's obviously – he's probably top three man, center forwards. i
1: the-, the Polish Duke, man. Come
0: <laughs> The Polish Duke. He has that – I, if if you want to call it, that nuclear ability when he plays with Bayern. But that's maybe because he doesn't have a choice in that setup. Here, there's so much pressure on him to perform every game. And I think that might be getting in his head a bit, that, yo, I have to do this, I have to do that, when he should just be
1: free and play. And I mean, it was- no, 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 no. To be honest, like in the games I've seen, I don't think it's really that pressure. I just feel that he just needs to make... For me, I just feel he just needs to trust his, his teammates more. Because for me, I thought before the Euros are this is a one-man team. It's going to be all about Lewandowski and he's the only quality player they have. But watching them, is like, no, these guys have some good players. And like, for instance, Milik and Krzykovic, I feel, have actually played better than Lewandowski. And I mean, I mean look,
0: him. If, if Milik, if he scored one of those chances against Germany, he'd be worth maybe 40, 50 million. And, just based on
1: just just based and, on the performance, and and, and he had also, a great season with Ajax as well. True, and also if he scores that, uh, they go top. Yeah, they win their group and they play Slovakia. To be honest, though, I say that. I mean, you you want
0: to be on the left side. Any situation that gets you. you on the left side of the bracket, that's where yeah. you want to be.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because for me, as I was to say that, okay, they win their group. but actually, I think it's better that they don't win their group because. <laughs> that left side looking pretty nice so basically coming second looks pretty nice you know so it looks it looks great I mean all right and and if you want to move to
0: Portugal, Portugal could have been on the right side of the bracket, but then Iceland scored that late goal that uh i I don't know if it improved their goal difference or whatever the mm-hmm. whatever, whatever yeah. the tiebreaker was, but C- Portugal could have been on the right side playing England now they'll play Croatia, which I mean that's not i mean you'd rather play England than
1: Croatia. But if you can beat Croatia, then you're in perfect kind of Nobody. harmony on that Nobody. left side. But Let's be real here. Let's be real here. When you looked at that Portugal group, what, I mean, what was the first thing that came to mind? Before the ball was when you looked at that Portugal group, what was the first thing that came to your mind? Portugal
0: should win this by maybe they, – they,
1: they should get nine points is what I, I thought. No, Literally because, you know, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, nine points. This is going to be a really boring group. Not very exciting. You know, this was going to be very one-sided for Portugal. But in the end, they didn't win a single match. They didn't win a single match in a group that I thought was one of the most one-sided groups, of the one of the most easiest groups in Portugal's favor. I
0: mean, look, so, people saw Austria as a dark horse. They crashed and burned. People saw Iceland. I mean, Swansea City, I think, has more people in their, in their city than Iceland do in know, their country. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a ridiculous story. And then Hungary, nobody saw Hungary. They're like the shock team for me. I, did, I mean, I, I know they played well in qualifying, but I wasn't really expecting that. Yeah. I mean, because you mentioned them
1: Austria, like, um, what's it called? I think it was Mourinho that said Austria would, would be a dark horse. D-man, I never, ever... They, were, they were an invisible horse.
0: I don't know what kind of horse they were, but... Maybe like a unicorn or or, or something. <laughs> they <laughs> got one point. They got one point in the group with Iceland and Hungary. It's
1: it's embarrassing. Very very embarrassing. No, but for me, I think like these Euros. I think the beauty about these Euros is that because basically what I feared was, okay, man, oh gosh, Iceland, Albania, Hungary. Who are these teams? Oh, is this going to be really boring? What has made this so good is those smaller teams have stepped up. Mm. tactically, strategically, organization-wise, they've played like... told you look at basically Hungary is a perfect example. They have no stars in their team. Like Zoltan Gira is from the bloody dark ages, from the from when dinosaurs ruled the earth. How, how, old, or, how old is Zoltan Geras? He uh, he's, he's about <laughs> 62
0: next week. So 62 I next mean, week. It's, didn't, he played for Fulham at one point, and no, I could have sworn that was like a decade ago. Like how is how does he still have legs? Like
1: man, have no idea. The no, same thing about like how the hell is Rosicki in a damn major tournament? now. it's it's completely like blasphemous, man. But you look at these small teams, and tactically they've come prepared. And I think the teams like Portugal or England, like look at England, had they they, they couldn't break down Slovakia. They finally had to break them down. It's those smaller teams have really. Come prepared and have not allowed the game to be 3 0, 4 0, 5 Like, right. how many? We've only, we've, we've not had like a 4 1. The most we've had is like 3. And even the 3 0s we've had, Spain, Turkey was definitely a total, complete whitewash. That was a baptismal. That was. No, no, no. That was, no. Re, 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 re they got reincarnated. Re, re they got reincarnated. But the, um, the Sweden, Belgium 3 0 wasn't really a 3-0. It didn't feel like a 3-0. Like, the scoreline didn't really reflect how that game went. So, there hasn't been that many, like... Actually, you know what? I stand corrected. Wales-Russia. <laughs> Bro. Because I was watching the England because, because Because they had both of the games happening. So, Yo, watching- Russia,
0: Russia have been... I I I don't want to call them the worst team in the tournament, but no, I don't. Wait, I, wait, but,
1: wait, wait, but but I don't, don't think, think I have a choice, man. Worst team. I, I don't have a choice, dude. Please, okay, no, 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 Listen, uh, look. bro. Listen, we listen, listen, really listen. Real, okay. Okay, look, this is called talking tactics. Okay, this is called big. This this, this is the big boy stuff. We don't struggle sh- <laughs> with anything. Okay, listen. Okay, okay, based based on point totals, Ukraine got
0: zero. Russia, they were in a group with Slovakia. You, I don't know if you expect them to get something. England and where I mean, Russ, they were... Who was their striker? He was like
1: a 6'5". That's dude. How do you say his name? I can't pronounce any of their names. No, no, no. Because look, there is no argument about it. That's why I was like, why are you holding back on what you're saying? Russia categorically have been the worst team I've seen on these Euros. Easily. Easily the worst team. I don't think they played bad
0: tactically. Their manager... The funny story I heard about their manager is that he was a goalkeeper in Russia, and mm. and his career ended from a spinal injury when he was trying to save a cat out of a tree. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he, like, he, he like fell out of a ladder. So then I guess that ended his goalkeeper career. But anyway, they just look so inept. They're best players. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce their names. Well, you know, what
1: was um, So um, Zhukov and Zhagoyev. Those guys. Those two of their best. Two, I mean, I think there's another one missing, but I know – those ones I know, Zhirkov and Zagre have like two really good players, they didn't score. But I think what is the, which is basically you, you hit the nail on the head. Tactically, they were fine. The coach shouldn't be insulted for it, but because I think the key thing, because I, I watched them against Slovakia, I've never seen a worse display of shooting before in my life. As in, <laughs> this is stuff that you see like, a guy who's like drank like five pints of like acid. Like i not been forced to play like like the dizzy horrible. penalties, no 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 horrible, <laughs> horrible. I mean, awful. So so literally, I think, and
0: and and their, their their one point came from a secondary set piece
1: in the ninety third minute, which against they I mean, England. Yeah, I think I mean, they didn't they didn't deserve that. So um, no no no, but basically, like, which is why I am saying, like, the only fully one sided game was that World's Russia game. Right. I mean that's that's really so But see your
0: point about the smaller teams is indicative of what we're seeing in football in general where teams are happy to play on the counter. Leicester did it all season and yeah. won the Premier League with it. They're they're happy to sit back, take pressure and then spring with counterattacks and teams are doing it on international level now. And it's just working. It's getting people points because it's hard to break down
1: organized defenses in that way. And, and also because I think the, the, the thing is that, let's say you're the team with possession of the ball and that team you're playing against is, is sitting back. The thing about it when you have possession of the ball is that that is what breeds mistakes. And that is what can make you lose concentration because like you pass and pass and pass and pass. One misplaced pass, they pounce upon you. Two, three guys now start to make may make runs from that team and you just lose that concentration because you're you're so used to having possession of the ball that you lose that sharpness because that ball isn't really going anywhere, you're not really making any space, it's very mundane because you can't break that wall. So once you give that ball away and they now come back to you and start to attack you, it's now very hard for you to to defend because you you've you've been so um used to having that possession of the ball and not really defending. What happened to spin was that he's so used to Possession, possession, possession. And with so much possession, you deny the amount of chances the opponents can get. Now that Xavi isn't there anymore, and they sort of switched their style a bit where it is a bit of possession, but it's less possession now. It's a bit more direct. You now are giving the opponents a lot more chance to hit you. And hmm. Spain, how much defending did Spain do from 08 to thing 12? So I think they, like they, that's they, 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 they do
0: no defending for, for the last, what, 10, 12 years? Because yep. they've had they had what seventy, eighty per- percent possession, maybe more like sixty to seventy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, they, but it feels like they have the ball for at least seventy minutes of the ninety. So how much defending are you really doing? I, I kind of saw Spain. I had projected them as the team that I thought was not going to perform as well as people thought they were. But I mean, to, I mean to be fair, if any team can still kind of pass through people, it's Spain because they have, you know, the Iniestas, the Silvas, hmm. you know, they just have players who can work in tight spaces. So maybe that was a
1: mistake on my part. And I didn't expect Morata to be this good. I don't know, but, but you know what? I did. I did because when I was looking at it before, I said that, you know what, in Spain, okay, yes, they didn't take Fernando Torres. Yes, they they, they didn't take Thingy, um, But what I saw Morata, because for me, I, because I watched the Syria. What I see Morata do for events, I'm like, no, this is he's an this is an old school striker, you know, and because he's such an old school striker, and a very direct striker. Who would you compare would, him to? Who would you what? who would you compare Morata to?
0: Do, do you have a comparison? Is he more like Torres? Is he more like? I don't know.
1: For me, I would. Say, I mean, it's it's hard to. I would say he's like, sort of like maybe. Vieri in the sense of like, so no, not exactly like Vieri but in that kind of mold, or even maybe like even a George Weah sort of. I like he's 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 an interesting striker, is my point. But, but whereas like basically, David Villa was much more of like a ball playing striker. He knows how he can play with the ball when they feet. He's very much into the whole tiki taka kind of stuff. Torres, Frank Torres was a sharp shooter. Given that through ball, he. He uses acceleration, boom, score. Like he scored the winning goal in 8 Morata is the kind of guy where he can be in the box. He's very good at being evasive. He can make good, good runs. He can hang out outside. and But he's constantly making those kind of strikers, instincts, kinds of runs. So it's very kind of old school. Yeah, see, but that's world.
0: that's that's why I wasn't expecting him necessarily to play well with Spain because that hasn't necessarily been their, their number nine. They've rather gone with, you know, false nines and Cesc Fabregas playing striker and all this madness that uh, Del Bosque is coming up with. And I wasn't sure if the the Morata we saw at Juventus would click or mesh with the Spain that we've seen for the past few years.
1: And to be fair, it's worked. The difference though is that like, let's say you compare him with Costa. I think with Diego Costa, is very different from Morata because Costa even if he's Spanish by his passport, he's still inherently Brazilian. So he's not really having that kind of cultural chemistry with the other Spanish guys. And the thing with Morata is that um, because he's still Spanish and still got that in his blood, he has... And for me, that's very important. He Where has he, 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 he has an inherent understanding
0: of the just, Spanish. It's
1: inherent. so it's, it's within him. So even without thinking, Iniesta... Can play a ball that he knows that I know the kind of run that Morata is going to make. Because it's just a Spanish way of thinking about football and the kind of ball to make and the kind of run to make based off that ball. It's just a Spanish way of doing it. So, because they both have that Spanish thing that they connect to each other, and Morata is much better than Ada and all those other guys, it's right. been clicking. And with the midfielders at Spain hence why I say, yes, they lost to Croatia, don't sleep on Spain, don't sleep on these boys.
0: I mean, I, I, I kinda wanna get into Spain, Italy right now, but I think we need to stay on the other side of the bracket. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my most the, the the best player I think that has played with the most pressure at this Euros for me is Gareth Bale. And I think Wales probably got the best draw out of any team that mm. I'm looking at right now, except maybe England. But but Northern Ireland, I, I feel like Wales could get to the quarters and i don't think anybody thought two years ago that wales could get to the quarterfinals of a
1: euro oh yeah no no, no 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 but for me i think like them topping the group is incredible like i did not think that these guys would i think i was just assuming that man can these guys squeezing through third place possibly maybe may, maybe because i was assuming that either russia or slovakia will maybe get that second spot i didn't see them coming first but I would have to slightly disagree with, with you on player of the tournament. Yes, Bale has been playing with incredible pressure. But the thing with Bill is that I don't think... He played amazing against Russia. But in the other two games, I think it was a case of he took his chances. Hence why I give him mucho, mucho kudos. Because he's taking his opportunities. Free kick, boom, make it happen. Free kick, boom, make it happen in those two, two games. And obviously scoring the, the G. Pay man. Ooh. Hi, he's been a player <laughs> of the tournament. Without him, France don't win those two-two games. Yeah. as like that. Yeah. I don't think France wins those two games without him. That's how he points at his... And, like, literally, by like, France and me have very been very disappointing, Very, very disappointing. And, literally, he is carrying this team. Mm. He is carrying this team on his, on his shoulders. Without him, the team looks very uneven, very bitty. With him, literally, it's like, basically, it's shades of Zidane. Of like that's 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 that's, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that's 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 big. <laughs> no, in the same conversation with Come on. Now look, I do not want to be disrespectful <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay,
0: to Okay, be... okay, double A. Firstly, 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 you have to understand that Zinedine Zidane is my favorite player of all time. So I feel like you you putting him in a conversation with anybody, and 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 you're virgin, you're virgin on disrespect. Let me explain myself.
1: Because look. I throw a lot of respect on Zizo. I don't mess with that, cause that I told that dude is one of my horsemen. But my thing is this is that he's not in the same conversation as Zidane. Hell no. What I'm saying though is that the role that he's playing for France is similar to what Zidane's role was playing. The, the role that Zidane played in 06, i.e., give him the ball. Given the ball, something's going to happen. I see that. I, I I can see that. I'll accept yeah. that. Because for me, like Pogba <laughs> it's not clicking. Griezmann is not really clicking. Um, Martial hasn't really been played fully. See, he started, he's not, not starting. But with Paye, every time the guy gets the ball, you just feel the energy that this guy's going to try and create something, make a clever pass, a clever chip, run with the ball, do something. Do it. And you do that little bit of skill... The crowd gets behind you, the players get behind you, everyone gets hyped. So it makes a huge difference having that kind of magical player. Whenever he has the ball, something pops off. Is it fair to say that Dimitri
0: Payet looks like the only French player who is immune to Didier Deschamps' tactical setup? Um, He looks like the only player that's breaking away from whatever... Madness that this man is telling his players to do it. It doesn't look like it makes any sense except when they get the ball to Payet, no, and then no, and then no. he just creates no, what, what, something from nothing.
1: You don't know, you know what it is. I don't think it is. For me, I think it's a case of yes, the tactics may be weird and, and everything, but when it comes to football, you can be given strategy and tactics at the end of the day. When that ball comes to you, you decide what you want to do with the ball. You know, when that ball gets to your feet. You now decide, because whether you're left wing, sensor, the ball is going to come to you. And you and you decide whether to dribble, whether to run, run, run into space, whether to, to make that pass. And for Pogba or Griezmann, the decision making or the execution just hasn't been as good as Paye. Every time Paye has received the ball, he can be put either on left wing, right wing, wherever. Every time he receives the ball, he makes the right decision and he just makes the right execution whenever he has the ball. That hasn't been the case with your boy Pogba and your boy Griezmann. So I thought Pogba was going to be, you know, the player of the tournament. And,
0: and and it's been it's been Pia. and you know, all credit to him. Keeping on the left side of the bracket, though, you have Hungary and Belgium. I think this is maybe our last match. Maybe we can go back to talk about Croatia's midfield here in a second. But mm-hmm. Belgium, are, are are you convinced? I'm not necessarily convinced with nope. with Wilmot. Nope. nope.
1: And and and
0: and, and I think this might be. I, I don't. I don't want to call it an upset because Hungary
1: topped their group. But no, 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 no. D, say 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 what you will. I'm going. I'm going with Hungary.
0: I'm kind of. I'm kind of like, leaning I'm to Hungary as well. Back. I'm kind of leaning like a two-one. I, I I just I don't trust Belgium, and I don't think anybody, nobody I've met, trusts Belgium. But then somehow they always find their way as these dark horses. But nobody trusts them. I don't understand this dynamic that nobody trusts Belgium to perform
1: no, 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 when me, they're I always think, the dark horse. I think it's a case of like, you you have to earn your stripes. Italy, and Germany, over the last 30, 40 years have entered their stripes. They've produced teams over the last four or five decades who have competed and done well.
0: Year in, the... year out at
1: every competition. This Belgium team, they've basically yeah. come from nowhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, who, who... is actually like... You can't trust Waltz, which is why I loved that Italy Belgium game. Because Italy said to Belgium that, yeah, I understand your ranking and all that kind of stuff, but we've been doing this a lot longer than you have. That was probably <laughs> okay. my favorite game. That that was probably my favorite game. Of, no, 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 no. no, no. Of, indeed, of the that tournament of to That play. game was, was, was called Know Your Role. <laughs> was, no, 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 no. Know Your no, please. Know no, Your Role. No, seriously, I'm big sorry. It's not it's like funny. Like, literally, that game was called Know Your Role. I. Yeah, I understand that your hype, you know, people hazard everything, but this is tournament football now. This is not friendlies. This isn't any of this stuff. This is real now, and you better, you better, if don't come correct, you 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 gonna get beat. And for me, hungry man, these guys, <laughs> these guys are hungry. These guys, <laughs> they like easily. They have to, they deserve to top their group one hundred percent. It wasn't like a fluke. They deserve uh, to top their not. group. It's it's a hundred percent. So tactically. Like I told you, that if you have no superstars, your tactics have to be amazing, and tactics be hungry and amazing. Literally, everybody knows their role, very good balance, and the team just looks watertight. Every time they attack, they, they counter, they bring men forward, and everybody just knows what the hell that they are doing. So yeah. for Belgium, yes, for me, I told I don't think Vilmot is a tactician. I feel this Hungarian guy is a better tactician than him, and he will study Belgium. And I just think that Hungary will find a solution for taking out Lukaku, De Bruyne, and those boys out of the game, and they will execute.
0: Hazard and De Bruyne, they haven't impressed me. I mean, Hazard had one good piece of play um, on Wednesday. Or I guess yesterday. I mean when were- uh, when 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 he set up Nangolan for that goal, I mean that was a good drop of the shoulder. He got into the box and you know he found a cross. But other than that, I can't think of Hazard doing much. And and, and De Bruyne, who I thought was probably the best attacking midfielder at the tournament. Maybe, you know, it's him, Ozil, Payet, you know, those three, they they kind of interchange for me. But but De Bruyne, he's been kind of invisible. And that 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 doesn't make sense to me because you're supposed to be one of the best players. You were sold for 55 million last summer. You had a decent season with Man City, other than the injuries. And I just, where are
1: you? You know? I mean, too. To be honest, I mean, I mean, so you wouldn't really give him some street credit for the second half against Ireland? It's Ireland, though. Like, ugh. I mean, um, true, true, true. I mean, for me, I think. Look, Belgium. they're they're not even in the conversation as favourites for me, they're not, I told you favourites, okay, you look at Spain Germany, maybe Italy, Dark Horses look at Croatia and Poland so Belgium, they're not favourites for me, they're not even Dark Horses for me they're just a team that's it, they're a good team, they've got some good players, I don't think of them of a team who I think could possibly win this Euros, because you've got end your stripes, and I don't think Belgium have looked as good as Croatia or Poland in their first two games so you want to move to this right side of the bracket, man? Man, let's <laughs> let's 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 pop off Satan's kitchen, man. All right, all right.
0: Let's let's start out with Iceland, man.
1: The White Walkers. <laughs> the the white is is that their actual name? The white No, 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 no wait, Do you Watch Game of Thrones. No, I don't I don't watch Game of Thrones. Oh, okay, that's just basically no, no, basically if you watch Game of Thrones, you'd basically get the reference basically. So
0: uh, I think England kind of lucked up here. They could have gotten Portugal who's kind of their bogey team. And uh
1: do you know the, the, the funny thing, though, is that people say, okay, Portugal, a bogey team. I think England would have, I think Portugal would have been a better thing. And do you know why? Iceland, they will be defensive. And you saw England found its ah, break down Slovakia yeah. and Wales. That,
0: that, that's a good point because you're, Portugal, you're saying that, that England are going to have to try to break down Iceland. And it that really, won't work. But Portugal
1: would have tried to actually play no, football with, with them. With Portugal, with the way they've been defending... And also, Portugal won't defend against England. They'll come out and play. And England, this has been the most attacking England team I've seen since, like, 96. So, with England's players, their speed and the kind of attackers that they have, they would have caused Portugal a lot of problems and probably beaten them mm-hmm. pretty easily with the kind of players that they have. So that the defensive England of before... Yes, they struggle against a Portugal. But with this kind of England and the players they have, they would have been a kryptonite for Portugal. But with Iceland now, England can now break these guys down and these guys will counter. And these guys know how to counter. So are you going to be able to, one, break them down? And two, will you be able to counter them? Well, because Iceland, they scored against Portugal. They scored against Austria. They scored against the teams. And they managed to, to beat these guys for Iceland, man, England should win. They are the favourites. They've got the better players. I just feel that I would have had I just no, they should still beat them, but I think Portugal would have been better suited a better suited match-up in favor of England if they'd gotten Portugal. Yeah, yeah. I, I can definitely see
0: that. I can definitely see that. Because I mean this game is gonna be if it's England trying to break down Iceland, what players on England do you think can actually help break down a defense? You have Rooney. I mean, ugh. Then no, you, no, no, uh, they, 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 but then I mean who 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 do you start up front? Are you gonna play two strikers maybe? Are you gonna we, play I
1: think England's most important player and people maybe people never really say this, I think it's it's actually Lalana. Because yes, but...
0: because he doesn't play like an Englishman, yo. Yeah, he,
1: play, he plays I think like... a continental game, which is strange. No, no, you like he's he's probably one of the best because when you just see the way he plays, it's like this guy is he's, he's really thinking about what he's doing. Like he's really Trying things, and just the way that the kind of passes he tries and everything, just like people, just you know, guys get on this dude wavelength because you no, know, this guy he knows what he's doing and he's trying things. It may not always come off, but you have to appreciate the kind of efforts he's, you know, the, the mindset and the psychology that he's bringing in. And you, when you're trying to break down teams, those basically like guys like an Iniesta, like a Paye, like a Modric, Rakitic you need this kind of midfielders who do through balls.
0: Do you Keep notice passes. that with do you, do you notice that with good players or at least players that have a good I guess footballing sense or good footballing brain if you want to call it that that sometimes their turnovers or when they misplace a pass it's hmm. because they're so intelligent that the other players around them can't see what they're seeing so it leads to turnovers it leads to counterattacks well, no, no, because no, sometimes no. the most intelligent players they play balls that I guess the most simple minded footballers, if you want to call it that, not being disrespectful. Yeah. Just, but just but you know, just like the 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 less educated footballer they don't see, and it kind of creates this kind of weird imbalance on the pitch.
1: Put it put it put it this way, put Lalana in the Croatian team or the Spanish team, you will see how much better. Lallana, how much all, right, all, right. all right, To be fair,
0: if you try to put Lalana in Croatia's midfield, he'd be on the bench. And if you tried to put Lallana in Spain's midfield, he wouldn't. I don't think he'd make the team. So, no, 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 no. To, no, to be honest, man, it's like Spain, Spain, Spain didn't take Isco. Spain didn't take Juan Mata. Spain didn't take Saúl. So they're not taking Lallana. But, 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 but for purposes of your example, I will accept it. So go ahead.
1: No, 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 basically, no, no. He's not going to make those teams. Obviously, no. okay, okay, he's not displacing. Modric, Rakitic, Iniesta... No, that's not happening. I, I got I'm you, saying, I got yeah, you. you. I'm, just, I'm just trying to point that out. But anyway... No, no, 100%. 100%. But just for a laugh, hypothetically speaking, drop him in that team. Let's say he comes off the bench. Drop him in that team. You will see that you will actually notice him a lot more because the players in that around that, that, that team are thinking, footballing-wise, similar to him. Whereas like, the English guys don't really think on the same kind of footballing wavelength that he is thinking on, So, which is what we're saying is that people will say, hey, way, what? Hey, what? But, it's like, he's trying things, but they're not coming off because people are, the guys are not making those right runs. They're not really thinking about, oh, yeah, not, yeah, I need to make that kind of run because he's going to put that kind of ball through. He's, he is a key guy to have if you're playing like an Iceland who will sit deep and defend. So, yeah, but England should win. I mean, if England lose, that's my, my because they already messed up. I mean, they could have, all they needed to do was just beat Slovakia. They beat Slovakia. They are the left side of, of the draw, but for some strange reason, they decided that, hey man, you know, let's just not score against Slovakia. So, interesting. You know. All right. So
0: the the winner of England Iceland will play the winner of France Ireland. Um, I, I, I think I, I think it's going to be another kind of nil nil at halftime, and then France will somehow find a way to beat Ireland in the second half. Um, I was watching France in their second game. Who's their second game against? Albania? Um, um,
1: it was against Albania, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I, I tweeted out, and I was like, uh, are France going to get the most unconvincing nine points in Euro history? Uh, because, to be fair, they shouldn't have beaten Romania, but Payet rescued them. And then they played... Um, Albania, and that was another late one with, was it Griezmann with the late header, and then Payet, and oh, he yeah. Payet he's finished off, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And then I'm I'm forgetting, I'm blanking on who France played in the third game, but it was a draw. Yeah, and um, Switzerland, Switzerland, yeah. So I'm I'm I haven't been convinced like we said previously with with France, but I can't see them losing to Ireland.
1: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. They should. <laughs>
0: They should. It's, it's it's one of the most unconvincing teams at the tournament, but some, but but somehow uh, they, they were my pick to win,
1: and I don't know if I'm going to change that yet. Um, you see, they were never my my pick. I mean, I always said from the beginning that I think that semis, my, I mean, I think semis is the furthest that they'll go, and when you look at the way that the draw is, if everything goes to plan, they most likely will face either um, Germany or Italy or Spain in the semis. Do they win that game? Doubt it. Um, and I mean, but... Oh, go ahead. You no, know, for me, I think that, like, look, they, they should, should beat Ireland. But Ireland are going to be a very dangerous team for them because for Ireland, you look at how happy they were to, to, to go through. And Yo, then I, 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 I thought Roy Keane was going to cry. On TV. And I was like, I was like, so there's no way. <laughs> okay. have you seen Roaquin's beard? Look, the the, the guy's hey, look, the guy is like from Braveheart. man. That guy like, like the guy doesn't understand what's what TS he, he looks homeless. I know he's got money. He would not looking. But look it look, Roykin is a weirdo. Okay, that guy is a weirdo. <laughs> um but I think look, Ireland are gonna go into that game with no fear. Zero fear. Yeah, man, they they have they have nothing to lose. No and they, and, to
0: and, lose and, the, and they can they can actually use that. Kind of us against the world mentality, okay, nobody's and, no, no and, nobody nobody's gonna pick them you're playing France in France,
1: and you and can look, just lay, it, you right? can just lay it on the line. look especially if your hosts you've not looked convincing the worst team to play is a team who you should beat that you are better than or play with no fear and mm-hmm. just come at you and just and, and just we'll just use the um, occasion to really just even play with a lot more energy. That's a very dangerous team to play. Indeed. You want to look at Germany, Slovakia? I mean, look, that should... Even That's... if it a false man, that should be a big... I mean, Slovakia are good. Look, they're a good team. I liked what they did. Germany just have too much quality, man. They should I'm, be... I'm, I'm thinking like 3-1 Germany. I'm thinking yeah, yeah. be like... three. Uh, I think it will be a lot closer. I think Slovakia... Yeah. Look, I'm, 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 I'm going to give them a bit of respect. I'll say 2-0. <laughs> I'll say... Two zero. I'll say I'll, I'm going with the, with the I'm, <laughs> at, I'm at least giving them a go. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no, I, I, no, no. For me, I, I don't think they'll score. They'll come Chris, but I don't think they'll score. I think, that like, Germany, they'll lock up. Like, if we won 0, then somebody will have chance, 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 chance. Then, like, when they really try and go for it to get the equalizer, last few minutes, then Germany will just hit them on the counter. Sucker punch, 2-0. Two, two, Can we talk about this false nine?
0: Can we talk about Germany's false nine for a second? It doesn't work, man. I don't don't – why would you play Goethe? It it doesn't make sense because you have Müller playing on the wing. You have Ozil in the team. Then you have Draxler. Then you have Goethe. You have four players who are are going to play centrally. They're just going to run into each other. Nobody's going to go into the box. Nobody's going to make runs. They're all going to try to find the space where the number 10 wants to be. Müller, maybe he's the only one that will try to penetrate – if you play Gomez, that's somebody that you can play off. That's somebody that Muller can play off of. That's somebody that Ozil can link with. It doesn't make any sense to play goats, essentially, and I'm glad that in that last game, that Yukim Lowe, he, he finally figured that out. He found his brain somewhere, instead of sniffing his
1: balls. Look, man, that guy needs to get his hands out of his trousers. So that's just <laughs> my okay. stuff. Look, man, okay, okay, I think the less said about that, the better. But look, basically, my thing is this, is that the thing with the false nine is that there's only one country in the entire world that can play that tactic. Espana. Espanyol. Miami, Miami, Miami. That's it. That, like, that's just people need to accept that. They invented it. They were the first people to really bring it in to, an, to a major tournament and be, they were the first to be successful with it. Accept that. The problem with Yoshim Love is that he says, man, I've got some very good midfielders and yeah, we should be able to play this full stand as well as spin because of the times that we have. It doesn't work like that. Yes, Germany have some of the most talented midfielders in the world, but you still have to play the right tactic for them. They can play the false nine, but they can't play it as well as, as Spain. Nobody can and play then, it. And then, and then, and then, okay, let's let let's say
0: all your players come centrally. They have, you know, Hector on one side and Alvedez on the other. Who are they crossing to? Who, are you crossing to Mario Goza he's like five foot five like D, you record.
1: remember in in, in twenty twelve when Spain won the euros how many times did they cross the ball
0: maybe maybe three times <laughs> I this don't was,
1: know I mean, Spain, like, they knew, <laughs> look man we're not there's no point in crossing the ball that ball never left the ground <laughs> that ball never left the ground even if you're even if Georgia the Alba has that ball on the wing. You pass, 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 move, pass, push, pass, move, pass, move. That ball slips on the grass. Because remember, crossing is out of the question. We're not here to cross the ball. We are going to just try to pass, 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 and find that killer pass that you don't see. Boom, score, that's it. That was the tactic from minute one to minute 19. Nothing more, nothing less. So for Jeremy, I'm like, you? I mean, because they put in a lot of, especially in the Poland game, Hector putting a lot of crosses and things like that. Who are you crossing to? <laughs> you know, like, like you, bro. I mean, Hector. You
0: what? might as well be crossing to like a midget or a Smurf or I don't know. There's no point.
1: Look, I'm as for you to love man, it's like, like mates, like, look, you, you, you get paid for this job, man. Surely, surely, you <laughs> must realize that like, he's out here stealing money. Like, no, no it's like, like, look, man, it's like, there's no point. Like, actually, when I when I was watching, I was like, oh, my god. Hector has crossed this ball about four or five times. And I'm like, the Polish guys were thinking that way. What are you doing? Like, you're crossing to Marigotsa. I mean, are we really gonna now lose a defensive header to Mario or Ozu? <laughs> are you quite, are you crazy? Like when last did Mario score a headed goal? When last did he score a goal from a cross where he where it's better with his head? I mean, so let me be real with you. Let me backtrack. Please. Germany play that's false against Slovakia. I'm not confident that they will win the game. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. My my
0: prediction is completely contingent on Mario Gomez starting. If it's you know Mario Goza. God, I hate these German names.
1: Then, do you know what I say? I just say Mario G small, Mario G big, big <laughs> Mario G, small my Mario G. It's it's you it's easiest thing for me. Small Mario G, big my Mario G. So.
0: Anyway, uh but either way, I I'm, I'm not convinced that Hamzik can, you know, drag Slovakia past Germany. Yeah, man, no, that, man, that's G- G- Germany could put out nine guys and I'm not convinced that Slovakia could be could win. Whoa, man. That's, <laughs> come on. I mean,
1: I mean, that's slightly slightly disrespectful,
0: but come on. That yeah. that's that's that, that that was very disrespectful. My apologies yeah, to the whole nine country nine.
1: of Slovakia, but still, I'm not convinced by you. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, I mean, I, th- I, I've, I've said it fully in everything that I've said. It. So, I, I, even when I, even with German guys, even the German guys know that because a lot of German guys have spoken. So, they're not really huge fans of UHMI love, and they're like mates. Play even Oliver Kahn said that. Play them striker. Everyone else is playing a striker. Why come one? Why don't want to play a striker? It's like for Germany, just play. Like the thing about Mario Gomez is that. I was trying to explain this to the German guys. He doesn't have to play well. That's the trick. He just needs Mario to be Gomez there. doesn't have to play well. By the virtue of him just being there, his mm. presence brings Muller into the game. It brings Drax into the game. Because once you put him in there, he is going to stay inside that penalty box. Those central defenders now have someone. 1. They- Constantly that they have to deal with and look for exactly he's he's like a
0: magnet for for the defense there you he, go he, he's an attraction which then yeah. creates space for others to run into and Gota's is not going to do that for you no, at no, least no. Not, at, at least not well enough to win a Euro no no no, no it's not I think the thing with you Spain might win we, a game you might win a game but you're not going to win the competition with that
1: yeah
0: and you have
1: to just look you have to just accept reality like Spain you say what you will is like those guys are some of especially this generation of Spanish players are some of the best through ball specialists that we've seen in a long time. And without false nine, that is the game you have to play. And nobody nobody passes the ball better or use or can penetrate through balls I can do the most evasive passes better than Spain. Hence why they're the best at playing the false line, because the false line. Is a pass based system where your passing IQ has to be on two thousand and fifty. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, so like you're to love man, get real, play a striker, play it old school, everyone has their role, and you then Germany are now someone that we now have to say that this is guys that can do something.
0: I you know? I, I this, this this is a good segue, right? Because it's conceivable. I I won't say it's you know, it's gonna happen but Germany could play Spain in the next round if Spain get past Italy, which is the biggest if I might have ever said because Italy, look, they're back three. I don't think you can score a goal against them if if Buffon is in goal.
1: I'm not convinced. No, no, no. no. Anyways, for me, I think like um, I'm slightly leaning towards Spain, but Italy are set up to, to beat Spain. As in tactically, Italy are perfectly placed to, to beat Spain. Because you look at, they defend, and Spain pass. And pass the ball a lot. And Italy know how to defend. Spain do not have an individual kind of player, like a Pai or a guy. can basically do pass three guys and shoot, which is how you beat these kind of defensive teams. Now Italy know how to counter-attack. Spain do not like a defender. And we saw what happened when Croatia countered them, and see what will happen. So Italy's tactics are perfectly placed to beat Spain. It's whether they can execute. Simple as that. Simple as that.
0: I'm not sure there's a better formation, when done right, than the three-five-two, because it's very easy to control your opponent if your defense in that formation is but on point. But, but then, but then you you also need the kind of the offensive thrust from midfield to then connect with your your strikers, and I feel like nobody really knew what Conte was doing with his team. But the more I watch it, the more it makes sense, if you know what I mean. Hmm. So I'm I'm kind of leaning towards a nil nil for the whole game, and then it just goes to penalties. And I'm not going to tell you who wins on penalties, but I I don't see Italy having enough offensive thrust combined with enough defensive stability to go out and attack Spain. But then I don't see how Spain can break Italy down in that way. I mean, obviously they have, you know, the individual talent of maybe Fabregas or Iniesta Silva, these players who can find ways to get past, you know, probably the best defense, not probably the best defense in the competition. Hmm. But I'm just I'm, it's going to just whittle out to a
1: nil-nil in my opinion. On well, for me, I think like look, no, that's a very, very, very um, like that, 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 that's made, that, that prediction makes a lot of sense. Like zero, zero, and if it goes to penalties, I've got to just go with Spain, man. Obviously, like Juan Fran has to just really step out of taking <laughs> it in penalties, you know. But um, if it goes penalties, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I'd go. God, I, I think I'd slide with Spain. I think for Italy they need to win it in open play. Yeah. And, yeah, they don't... They may not have, like, a Prime Del Piero or a Totti, but it's like... They don't need to make right to decisions. When they have the ball and when they have a counter that can have opportunity, they don't need to make the right decisions.
0: Yeah.
1: That's it, you know? And so there is a, like... You don't need... A, like, to beat Spain, you don't need an amazing attack. You don't... You don't because... You only need an amazing attack here playing against a very good defensive team. Hence why to beat it or to score against them multiple times, you need two, three really good uh, players. So, well see, well,
0: see, Spain, I mean, if, if you want to look back to the Euro 2012 final, didn't, didn't they win 4-0 against yeah. Italy? But this Italy is a different one than Prandelli's.
1: It's very different, very, very different, completely different.
0: Your point with penalties is is well taken, especially if Italy are going to have so many defensive players on the pitch and Spain are going to have enough attacking players on the pitch, so then there's going to be an imbalance in your penalty takers, but let's not assume there's going to be penalties. That's just what I think. Mm. So Italy have to win within the 90
1: minutes, I think, or at least within the 120. Another aspect to this is that, yes, Italy have been amazing defensively, but, you know, Spain know how to cut that ass off, man. <laughs> like yeah, I mean, remember I told you, who have AC played Belgium? I think they're the hipsters team. Mm, that, me, that that that, very that, bad. that that is a very good point. The hipsters me, team. So I like that. Have been very bad. Um, Ireland again, AC didn't play their full strength team. Spain, these guys know how to walk that ball well. They know how to walk that ball well. Yeah, Croatia, they slipped up, and everything. But it's like people. Yeah, AC's defense is very good. You know, Iniesta knows what the hell he's doing. And these guys, surely, they must ones. okay, we're playing it's a very good defensive team. They will really raise their game. And again, Morata, man. Remember, Morata knows his defenders. Yes, kelini Bonucci, and Basali, they know Morata. But Morata knows them. So Morata knows their weak weaknesses. So he'll be telling to Iniesta that, look, man, kelini his not, not very quick. But these guys are not very fast give me a ball that i can chase i can beat these guys for speed mm. so he can he because he plays these guys training day after day so actually actually i than. i i think that works more
0: in the
1: in the defender's favor Oh no it does it does it does it does so no no oh, no 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 it does because i think like if you're a defender you know the runs this guy makes and and and, when, and and you know everything that he's capable of I mean, yeah. So, yeah so basically, like, you know, you, you, you know every move that he's going to try. Because I think the thing like you know the runs he makes, you know when he will try and go for a shot, you know the kind of you know how he even dribbles, you know this is when he will try and cut back, you know, this is when he will try and go forward with the ball, you no know, this is when he will try, and, you know, so you know the little difference intricacies his timing, you got his timing down and stuff. Yeah, like everything that. and also remember, and that's one thing. Second thing, you're playing against some of the best defenders out there. So if these defenders know, these defenders are already good. If they don't know your 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 game, so <laughs> if they know your game, my goodness, man, you know. So it's um, you know, I mean, it's gonna be, um, no, no, look, that's actually because like I didn't even realize that yeah, that Morata and those three, that's and, a- no, and 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 Buffon as well. Buffon, yeah.
0: So there's there's an interesting kind of dynamic there. Yeah, nice. So I mean, how do you feel about? The Euros in general. Do you think it's been a good tournament? Because I think it's been one of the best international tournaments
1: that I've seen in some time. No, no, you know, like because it's like just in this video that I just like did previously, I said like the best tournaments I've seen is I still say it's Euro 2000, followed by this last World Cup that just happened. Hmm. But this Euro 2016, again, it's really gone past the group stage. But as far as the group stage has gone, it's been very good. Yeah, it's been good. I
0: mean, and I, I don't know if I'm expecting to see more offense or more defense this time. I don't think there's going to be any three threes or anything. Oh, like no, no, that no, 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 no. That, Portugal that, and whatnot. That, that game was madness, man. That game was madness. Um, R- R- Ronaldo's goal. Are you serious? The the backheel flick. That was delicious. Look, yeah, look look, it was nice. It was nice. You yeah. know, uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, Okay, okay. I I realize this is our first episode, right? But but we need to get to the to the heart of your Ronaldo hate.
1: What is up with your Ronaldo hate, man? He's a good player. I'll, no, 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 no. Let me see. No, I'll put it... Come here. Please, I wanna, please. I don't, don't, don't want to go on this. Really quick, so I'll put it very simply. First of all, first thing, his name is Cristiano. Ronaldo retired some years ago and Ronaldo is one of the greatest players ever to, to, to play the game. He's actually from Brazil, not Portugal. So his name is Cristiano. That's... Ronaldo's name is trademarked. Second okay. thing is that with Cristiano, it's simple. He is one of the greatest goal scorers the game has ever seen. He's not a great football player.
0: I don't understand that because if his job is to score goals, then by
1: definition, he's a good football player for what he does. Oh, no, no, no. You, know, you see, like, there are people who are good. let see. For example, David Beckham. David Beckham is, I'd say he's possibly, his, yeah, he probably is the best crosser of the ball that the game has, has ever seen. But he's not a great football player. You you mean you mean all round footballer then? Basically, when you say this guy is a good footballer, all round control, dribbling, footballing IQ, touch, movement with the ball, like basically you look at Iniesta, Robin, um, Pirlo. I can see That's the argument. For, I can see the
0: argument for Beckham not being a great all round footballer, like the pace and all that kind of stuff. But Ronaldo, he's he has pace, he has football intelligence, he no, has you know no, goals. No, I don't he's,
1: understand he's, that. No, but you see, that's a mistake you make. Pace isn't football. Pace is a physical attribute. Strength is a physical attribute. Pace has nothing to do with football. Football is purely skill based Pace
0: combined with touch and intelligence, though, is a dangerous factor, and I think Ronaldo's combination is pretty good. For me, I I think it's like... Pace in and of
1: itself is just pace.
0: Like, no. I mean, I mean, look, I mean, Sterling has Raheem Sterling. He has pace, but I don't think anybody would consider him a great footballer. He's he's oh, just yeah. he's he's just basically a sprinter who's on the pitch. Same argument could be had for maybe Theo Walcott, right? Yeah. But, but Cristiano Ronaldo was a different player, in my opinion, and I've never understood your kind of disdain. I actually I can understand because Ronaldo doesn't seem like a guy that you would want to go out and have a drink with. He doesn't. Yeah. seem like a, I, I, I kind of place him in the same category with John Terry. Like he's a good player, but I do I want to hang
1: out with him? No, because he's probably a bit of an asshole, you know. No, no. The other thing is like I just think when I just think of a great, basically, it's almost like whenever if you play football and you play football like let's say like on all weather or a grass, and that guy who let's say he scores like seven goals in a game, I'm like I don't call him a great footballer. If he scores like seven tap ins, I'm like yeah, this is good. The best footballer that always says that, man, this guy has dominated this game. The amount of touch this guy's had, the amount of times that he's basically dictated the, the game, how he runs the game, his passes, his tackling, his vision, that's the guy that stands to me as a best, as a great footballer as opposed to a guy who just scores a lot of goals. Like, for me, Christian is a guy who I see scores a lot of goals, a great goal scorer. But, like, for for example, Lewandowski. I think Lewandowski is a Bloody good fo- fo- football player, and he is a better fo- footballer than Cristiano. Cristiano is a better goal scorer, but as far as technique, passing, vision, footballing intelligence, awareness of what's around on the pitch, you know, and that, that kind of stuff, Lewandowski is bloody good. Extremely, um, is an extremely talented football player. But for Cristiano, I'm like. This guy will go missing for minutes. are like, wait, where is he? Then he'll pop up for like a few minutes, then he'll, he'll go missing. You're like, okay, where is he? So, like, Messi, constantly, that guy is running that game. Robin, constantly, that guy is running that game. Lewandowski, especially for Poland, that guy is fully involved in everything. So, the person who is fully, 100% in there and is really doing things, that is football at the core. So, for hmm. Christina, I just think that like, people just need to... Um, discern that there is a difference between being a great footballer and a great goal scorer. Like, And for me, scoring a lot of goals doesn't make you a great footballer. It's like same thing with like, um, Zidane and uh, Maradona. Like, how many goals did Mar- Maradona score? No, not that many. But Maradona is one of the greatest footballers of all time. But goals is just an aspect of the game. Defending is just an aspect of the game. Passing is an aspect of the game. But that rare player who can marry passing, control, dribbling, tackling, touch, moves with the ball, those are those exceptional players who are very rare. So.
0: It, it it sounds like you're almost tilted towards saying that midfield players, because they have to have the vision, the touch, the pace, the stamina, yeah, the, 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 the the footballing entails. It, it almost sounds like you're saying, in, in in my kind of interpretation, that midfielders are always going to be viewed, in your opinion, as better footballers than other players.
1: But then, but then that's but then I mentioned, but what about guys like Lewandowski? What about Ronaldo? What about Desai? What about Ed? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, sorry, what about Desai? What about Beckenbauer? So, for me, it's not really necessarily about your position, it's what is your ability on the ball. Matt Hummels, even I put it that's, that's a pretty good footballer. but like what's it called? My friend Bart Simpson Lamb, excellent footballer. This guy's an excellent footballer, he plays a right, right back, <laughs> you know. So... Marcelo. Marcelo, <laughs> left back. Excellent, excellence.
0: Uh, you you, you wow. won't get any arguments over me. I love Marcelo, man. He's a he's a madman. <laughs>
1: hey, no 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 the no.
0: guy's. And, I, hey, I, I, look listen I, listen. I don't care. You can put him in the World Cup final, you could put him
1: in his backyard. It doesn't he'll he'll do what he wants, Marcelo. And I love that about him. Oh no no and that's he's I mean, as far as just like natural footballing ability, man, there are few players it, right now in the world, right now, who who is better than him?
0: you know what You know, you, you know what it is. There, there, there aren't that many players in football right now who wh- who, when they get the ball, they make me smile. Like when when Ronaldinho used to get oh, yeah. the ball, I it brought a physical smile to my face. I couldn't help but smile when I saw when I saw Ronaldinho get know, past oh, oh, players. Oh, 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 and, Ma- oh. and Marcelo gives me that same
1: kind of what is this guy gonna do feeling, and it makes me smile even talking about it. No, 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 because I think, like, they're just basically, it's like, that's why Marcelo, like, is my favorite footballer, like, right now playing. He's just my personal favorite. He's not the best overall. Like, obviously, you would say Messi is probably the best overall. But as far as, like, my personal favorite is Marcelo, because he's that kind of guy who, if you're playing street football, this guy will do some of the most insane things with the ball, you know. And he's bringing that kind of street knowledge to 11 aside. Which is crazy because that guy is the kind of guy like as you say, every time he touches the ball, you just feel that kind of energy and excitement whenever he's on the ball, which is just amazing. So
0: anyway, uh I I kinda feel like that was a pretty good first episode, man. Man, Look,
1: man, we, we <laughs> broke it down, man. Look, as I said again, man, you know, um this look we're we're gonna we're, we're gonna take take over the footballing world man. I mean, like you know what big time but Euro twenty sixteen man, that's I, I can't wait, man. I mean, I think we're three or four days away from the from Poland against Switzerland.
0: I have no idea, but I will definitely be watching. Um Man,
1: it's like it's gonna be insane, man. Yeah, man. So yeah, man, look man. So hope hope you all enjoyed this ad man and we're definitely gonna be, you know, giving you you know more footballing goodness, man. But especially definitely, in- definitely.
0: gonna be we're, we're gonna put on an episode every Tuesday, so just look out for it, man.
1: And also yeah, remember to follow us on um, Twitter.
0: At have hope Hut at Daniel to look. Peace, everybody. All right. Peace. Podcast Network.